We are thrilled and moved by the response to the podcast. We love reaching actors all over the world, actors like you, who tell us that our podcast inspires them, informs them, and makes them excited and proud to be an actor. Yeah, but make no mistake, an acting career is won by being in the consistent practice of the work, week after week, month after month, year after year. Success for an actor is in the doing. So here at the BGB studio, we offer the highest quality acting training for passionate, committed, talented, and ambitious actors. We see that kind of work transform talent into successful careers, and that makes us so happy. There is no substitute for doing the work consistently, and we offer the work of success. We are the home of your 10,000 hours. We offer ongoing and eight-week on-camera auditions, scene study, and workout classes. They're available now. So sign up now to secure your spot and get to work. Go to braymangarciabraun.com slash classes or click the link for classes in the podcast show notes. We'll see you in class. You want to book as much acting work as you can, as often as you can. We get that. The thing is, you don't book acting work by focusing on booking acting work. The industry is more dynamic than that, and the art is more interesting than that. By taking you inside the craft, the casting room, and the business, and bringing other industry experts into the conversation, we dig in. We pull back the curtain of the industry and show you how much power you really have as an artist. And by bringing your humanity to the work and the industry, you become an artistic leader the kind of actor who books work. Even after decades of working with actors all over the world, in our classes at the BGB studio, teaching, coaching, casting, directing, producing, acting, on set, on stage, behind the camera and in front, nothing excites us more than seeing you express your unique artistic voice, humanize the business, and book work doing it. We're here on the podcast and in class at the BGB studio to give you all the tools you need to be a championship level working actor right now in an industry that desperately needs your voice and your leadership. Yeah, industry and artistry. This is the only place you're going to hear this. I'm Risa. And I'm Steve. And this is the Acting Podcast from the BGB studio. Hi, Steve. Hello, Risa. Um, we're in different sides of the continent, different countries. It's um, interesting how that works, right? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a really really strange time, isn't it? <laughs> it it is it is a strange time. Um, we thought COVID was the most extreme that things could get for all of us, and it was. And I'm not undermining that, but it's interesting that now we're at the end of summer past the end of summer and we are dealing with everything being somewhat suspended in this uh, strike mode. Yes. And, and echoes of the pandemic in that in the beginning, we thought it would be a sprint and we'd ride this thing out. Um, and, and now I, I, I just don't know, <laughs> which is so odd. Like you and I talk this through that nauseum and, um, I think about this ad nauseum. I I, I, um, I try to come up with conclusions and play the chess of all this. And I don't necessarily know where this goes outside of no one wants to talk about this, but like small concessions that kick the can down the road is, is one option, right? Just to get things going on the one hand. On the other hand, actual revolution, right? Like an economic uh, ending of the entire industry and, and 
I don't know what either of those things really look like or how sustainable either of them are or like it's it's just a time of so much uncertainty yeah both for us but also for so many of the actors that we are talking to and and I think it is important to note that that this is unprecedented like it, the, the the way that the profession played out with some changes here or there and you know the the uh, transition of the studio system and and the talkies and like you know there were spikes of change but um but but maybe the way that we're thinking about the profession um is changing for the first real time in 100 years like that just the way that it's processed and, and yeah yeah you've been huge. you've been saying that and i like that i'd love to talk about that today a little bit um i just want to say uh for those of you who are wondering where i might be and why i have this uh, headphone on if you're watching um it's just uh to have some quiet so steve and i can record and steve's in vancouver canada british columbia uh and i'm um, in the adirondack mountains in upstate new york and um we're uh we're working at the studio and uh and things are going great except for all of this uncertainty and what's exciting about this if you want to look at what's exciting about this as is that um actors have a voice you know, in a real voice and a seat at the table and and are in a collective community and also real change is coming. And it's change we've been talking about for a really long time, uh, a new way for actors and writers and all of us to look at our place in the industry, our careers, uh, the expression of our voices and uh, how we connect with each other creatively and professionally. Right. Yes, yes, 100%. And I think it's worth noting, like, so what we're going to get to here is some of the ways, like three steps in particular, just having thought about this for a decent amount of time, yeah. uh, talked it through, like three essential steps that actors can, and I would say, if you want to stick around and be an actor, which, you know, we're not going to take for granted throughout all this, but that that if you do, you, you're going to need to take Um but but it, it is it is worth just sort of underlining what is happening just now, just um, because some of what happens throughout this is isolation as people kind of retreat or yeah. kind of sit in paralysis of uh, um, a, a, around the uncertainty. Um, and, and, so are, and are waiting. Like, They're in a waiting place. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's worth noting that that this slow down or work stoppage or however you want to describe it. And I, and I say that in different ways because, because this is my point, it affects different people in different ways. If someone's been working really consistently within the classic industrial model, finding success in it, um, this is a, a, a jarring stop financially and otherwise. Um, if someone for various reasons and it gets intersectional um, has not been included in the classic industrial model for many years, um, you know, this may not hit them to a certain degree uh, that it might for other people. Um, yeah. That's not to minimize that experience. In fact, to the contrary. Um, and those folks have had to adjust and find different ways in for, for many, many years. So um, everyone's got a different experience throughout this. Right. But it's important to know that that everyone is feeling this massive shift, the uncertainty uh, people who felt like they were on firm industrial footing for decades are now not. Um, yeah. People are going to different countries and to different cities and agents are telling uh, actors to like, you know what, go on your trip. Like this is the time because, yeah, yeah. you know, which, uh, yeah, which speaks yeah. to where you and I are, you know. Uh, yeah. So so it's a it's a time of uncertainty. 
Um, and, and as you mentioned, one reaction to that might be, let's wait. And I have been so lifted by the solidarity and, and the amazing expression of, um, of, of our artistic, artistic uh, uh, strength coming from artists, from writers, from actors, as they firmly like declare themselves, yeah. as they think about their value in an industry that doesn't often allow actors to, to think about their value and then declare it, pushing back against the momentum and habitual you know, machination of the industry that, that tends to lean towards profit because that's its purpose, right? Often. Um, which, which, which let's just say is not a bad thing. I mean, people have to make money doing what they're doing, but not at the expense of other human beings who are in their minds lower down on the triangle or the hierarchy of things like that, that and have no value and so when you're told for years and years you really don't have value you start believing that and now actors can say you know what screw you i actually have value yeah and and uh inequitable treatment across the board right like yeah. as it relates to health and safety but also uh also finances and 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 even the very validation of one's own artistic humanity relative to something that can be created um, on a powerful computer. So uh, lots in there uh, and like mind boggling uh, issues here, like human epic issues right, right. Uh, that have suddenly, maybe not suddenly, but they've been festering for a while and all of a sudden, suddenly yeah, they have the pot has been their head up. And, yeah, 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 um, yeah. So then the question is, how, how do we react? That's the question. Right. And we meaning everyone, we, actors, artists, artists, artists. Well, I mean, sure, yeah, everyone, yeah. but also artists. Right. Yeah, like yeah. and and I, I think it gets deeper to everyone's, um, you know, system of nervous system, how they react to to trauma, to uncertainty, et cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but one thing that we know to be true and have always known to be true, that an actor just can't wait. And and I think. Oftentimes, again, part of the internalized narrative of an actor's process is that the industry leads, whatever that means, right? Like the casting director, the agent, the, the people with power where I do not, says an actor, they lead and they tell me where to go. And so um, when it's uncertain like this, I just have to wait. And, and again, some actors are, are, are hitting the picket lines and, and finding strength in that, in those declarations of their value, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and and then also there's other work to be done if you want to be an actor now and on the other side of this. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's and, what we want to talk about. And, and I think what's, that's important in that it feels like even for people who are not waiting kind of people, it's like we've got to resolve this. this there's a sense I've, I've heard from so many actors and writers. We've got to resolve this before we can carry on. Right. This is what we're doing now. We're stopping. We're fighting. We're striking. We're picketing. We're in, you know, we're declaring our, our solidarity every which way, including on social media. And when we're done with that, then we will move forward, which I understand to some extent, but also there's like this space here now, right? And so what we're offering and want to talk about uh, and consider is what to do with that space while you're doing all that other important work in 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 arguing for, fighting for. Um, what you deserve, what we, what everyone deserves, and uh, and what the strike is about. 
Yeah. And, and listen, like inherent in the notion of a strike is we will not work. Like we will not give you our labor until right. X, Y, or Z. Right. right, 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 right. So, and, and I think um, an actor can think that means that that means no acting until. Um, yeah. Or no but writing. It, but here, what's sure. interesting, I just want to say one thing about this. What's interesting is that I know a lot of writers who are writing and it's not that they're writing for money, right? They've stopped doing that. And they're absolutely, you know, clear on that. But they're, but I know so many writers who are, are, are taking this opportunity to write for themselves, to write something they've always wanted to write, to write that thing they started last year but didn't finish because they were a writer for hire. Um, they're actually writing in a more creative flow place. But as actors experience so often, it's such a collaborative art for actors. And it's not as easy to like go strike, be on the picket lines in the morning at Netflix or Paramount or Fox or Disney, and then go home and write or or get up at five in the morning and write and then go pick it. So, so that's the thing is, is, is writing can be part of your, your, um, your quiet time. It can be part of your non-working time because it's, it's a, it's a writers know how to do that. Like if they have the discipline, that's what they do. But I think for actors, it's a little, a lot harder. But there's something deeper here, I think at play. And, and, and that is the association of one's art with industry. And yeah. so like, yeah. and, and this, okay, this is part of our first step here, uh, which we'll get to in a sec and sort of declare outright in a sec. But, but the idea that if we're striking, we don't act to me is antithetical to uh, the, the purpose of the strike. Right? Yes, exactly. Like, what yes. you're saying is I'm not going to give my art to an institution or structure or individuals who don't see the value and don't offer me equitable share of the profit uh, of that thing that we are making. Right. So like it's my engagement with the system because my art is mine. Actually, <laughs> I choose to give it to you in exchange, like, you know, with, with a, in a currency, in a collaboration where you offer me value and I offer you value. But ultimately, it's mine because it comes from me and I create it, which we'll talk about in a second. And so the idea that strike equals no acting for every artist to me is not the thing. In fact, to the contrary, let's dump gasoline on that flame during the strike, increase the value of your art, get to know it in a different way, underline it, nurture it. Um, to me, that's part of this declaration of our value is that uh, that we now have to allow um, that little flame of our artistry to absolutely fucking rage as a fire without the structure and confines, and I would say often limitations of industry. Um, until we can get to a place where uh, there is equitable value in return that we are getting, and then you can have this thing that I'll offer you. Um, so, so maybe let's get to this first step here, which I think is 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 really important. And and this is the first step we believe in 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 a necessary redefinition of both the art of acting and the profession of acting, your career right now. Which, if you want to continue to be an actor and even be one now or on the other side of this, whatever that looks like, you're going to have to engage in this redefinition. Um, not just so you can meet this moment as an artist, but so that you can help define this moment. Like leaders will invariably define this moment and it and actually can be whoever's listening to this as an artist, right? Because you are part of the industry. So this first one here is that you're going to have to let go of old ways of thinking. 
And, and that sounds easy, right? Like, okay, what's different now? Cause like, you know, we didn't have AI, you know, when I first came up. And so that's, I have to think differently now yeah, about yeah. who my competition is or whatever else. Well, like streaming services weren't a thing. And, and the economy of that is weird because like if someone's watching a network show and we know how many people are watching and that means this is how much advertising money is coming in. And so this is how much I get, like the math is clear and that's different now. That's not really what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like the deeper stuff of, Letting go of the Hollywood dream that you will one day get discovered, that someone will will see you in a pharmacy or whatever and go, oh, my God, you're great. Come in and read for me. And like two months later, you're on this fancy television show crossing a threshold past which everything is fame and fortune. Like that idea as an internalized notion, I think, needs to die now more than ever. And and one might get triggered here and think you're telling me to give up my dream of mm. my art and my passion and being a star or whatever. And what I'm saying is that inherent in that Hollywood dream notion is that there are people who have power where I do not. And my goal is to try to obtain validation from those people, be discovered by those people, get seen by those people who will dust me off and take me to the promised land, right? It's the heroes, the, the, the Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? Turning me into from some, you know, schmuck into a hero. Um, and what it does is it gives up your power. Yeah, totally. And it assumes that they have power and you do not. So, so it, it's hard to take the AMPTP or members of the AMPTP to task uh, for not valuing you and but then also engage in these narratives perpetuate these narratives live by these narratives that assume that you also don't have value instead there's a version of this where you do the work and indeed it's work of of underlining nurturing dumping fire on your artistry on the fact that you have the capacity to connect to the universal vein of the human experience you can make people feel human feel big feelings actually reflect their humanity back at them, take them out of their heads and into their hearts. That is, that is a power that is fucking immeasurable, actually. And you possess that power, which means that you have that value. And, and so if we, if we divorce ourselves from that narrative that I'm going to wait for someone to find me or whatever, know that you have value and then take the next step, which is I'm going to take responsibility for expressing that value and creating that value, now all of a sudden you are a self-sustaining artist who uh, who doesn't necessarily need the AMPTP. And by the way, when we find a, a solution to this contract that is equitable, yes, then go on and offer your value to them for an equitable for equitable compensation. Right. But until then, like understand your value, get rid of those that old way of thinking because it's getting in the way. Yeah. Is the first step to redefining this new reality for you. You know, and and if I'm listening to that as somebody who has never really challenged myself on that, if I've always entered this as I just want to act, I want someone to tell me where to go and not unless they even discover me. I mean, I'm willing to do the work and and show you my talent. But the difference is show you my talent versus offer you the value of my talent. And um I think what will be helpful as we keep talking is for you all listening to think about artists you know, and it can start off with, you know, early on, whatever you think of these people, Chaplin and Mary Pickford, and, you know, when when films just started, right through to now, and to look at what Greta Gerwig is doing, 
and to say, oh, they were they didn't wait. They did not wait for somebody to tell them where to go and how to be and validate them as artists. They actually just went and did their thing because they were so deeply inspired to do so. So that's the question. Like, who do, who can you look at and say, oh, I, I can do it because they've done it, or I can feel that way or think that way because other people have and been successful. And that's really the success. Always, always, always. The definition of success is taking responsibility and ownership of your talent and not waiting for anybody to give you the permission to have it or express it. Um, and also to look at what that value is specifically for you. What do you have to offer? What is it that thing that you have to offer that got you into this work in the first place that you fell in love with? And, and it's a deep reflection and probably some journaling and, and some, some meditating and some, and some baby steps into it before you get out there and take big action um, to really start to look at what is it that I have that is exciting and, and, and powerful and important and useful. What is my voice? What is my story? What is the thing that I have really have and really, really understand that so that you can own that? Does that make sense? Yeah. And I mean, you said this before and I love that you did. Like we've been saying this for years because it's always been true, but uh, sort of like the pandemic, this strike is revealing what was, what's already there. It's revealing what was already the case, except mm. it, it's putting the microscope on it, right? Like, mm. I just think it's really, really hard right now to, to live in some sort of fantasy um, that that just waiting for the industry to come around and for an agent to find you and for this, that, or the other will lead to the achievement of the goal that you have, right? Like, so I I just don't know that any of that is possible except for bold, muscular leadership and and a a deep sense of the value of what you have to offer. And then the consistent execution of that again and again and again for its own sake. So and and actually what we're saying, and you and I know this, but it, it, it's worth, you know, being explicit about it is letting go of the dream is actually the most efficient path to getting the dream, right? No, I letting love that. Go of, I, yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Because the dream is based on something that is, you know, untenable and, 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 and unachievable really, except for a couple of people who happen to be in the right place at the right time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's and, and when, it sounds like yeah. we're being downers in that. Like it sounds. No, like, no, no. It's it's what right? we say. About, it's what we've been saying about self it's tapes. True. It's what we've been saying about you know about collaboration and making all of that stuff. It's like if you're going to sit around, not sit around. If you're going to give up your your um, your power here or or your uh, doing your work, caring about your work, making your work, putting your work out into the world because you love it and you must do it. If you give that up, waiting for somebody to to anoint you and say it's your turn now to be an actor, then you know you're. Uh, what is that dream? What is that dream? And right. where does that come from? And 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 it's understandable that that has been the case for so many people. And it's also understandable that an alternative is hard to wrap your mind around. But this is an incredible. We come back to this incredible moment and opportunity to say, what are we fighting for? Oh, that thing, our value. What is our value? It's our talent. What is our talent? It's the expression of our art. Are we doing that thing or are we waiting? Yeah. And and, um, lest this get mischaracterized, we're talking about um, letting go of some of these internalized notions 
And one of them is that you will be discovered and, and that members of the industry, right, will, will pick you up and take you to the promised land. And, and yes, that looks like waiting, but it also looks, if perhaps you lean more towards um, the anxiety part of this, spinning in trying to find the perfect agent or going to the right mm. dinner parties or getting headshots with the red outfit, because maybe that is the thing or like it, it, that kind of spinning is actually similar and probably as detrimental to furthering your career as sitting on your ass and, you know, uh, um, waiting for a, the email to come in. Yeah. Because yeah, I think yeah. it, it, it prevents you from leaning in to that thing, whether you're waiting or whether you're distracted doing something else prevents you from leaning into the thing that actually moves the needle, which is the consistent deep exploration of your art and your bold point of view. Uh, and then the execution, the doing of that consistently, whether or not there's an industry. Um, in fact, especially when there's not an industry, because no matter where you are or who you are, you will spend most of your time as an actor, not engaging with the industry. Like that's just the truth, right? Like, so yeah. even when the industry's, you know, going like gangbusters, it's a lot of auditions, which, you know, you're getting in there or, or trying to find your way to auditions or whatever else, uh, like trying to get auditions. I mean, you know, trying to find an agent. And if that takes up all the air in the room away from your artistry or uh, the expression of your artistry, uh, you're spinning your wheels. Um, so again, the first step, uh, to redefining your career in this moment is to let go of all those narratives. And that's hard work. Like that's writing and meditating and, uh, and, and really a consistent practice of awareness of, oh, I got to put a flag in that because there's something that's coming up in me that's craving that validation from the person, uh, you know, who's on the other end of that casting office or whatever. Yeah. And I'm the trying the gatekeepers, to, yeah. that's right. The gatekeepers and, and, and I guess what this strike is doing is shining a light on all that, and yeah. and and uh, which is amazing. Like, what a gift! Actually, it's creating so much space um, for actual artistry. I think so, and it may not feel that way to you guys, but just um, when you you're done listening to this, take some time to write and meditate and talk to people you trust and think about what it is that uh, what your beliefs are and 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 what letting go might look like. So there's other talk about reactions to the strike before we move on to the second piece. You and I both know, Risa, because um, it's just kind of in the DNA of our studio that like part of the evolution of, of a BGB actor is like they show up wanting to book the thing and which, you know, again, I, we understand that and, and that's not going to go away and, and you should book the thing. Um, but so like trying to get the finer points of the audition process or whatever, and we offer some of that in our classes and and, and, and then they get some mastery of some of that. But then once they get mastery of it, they realize, ooh, it's actually the artistry, no matter what the platform, whether it's self-tapes right. or in-person or whatever, right. that's the actual thing that matters. And that, Okay, so let's dive into that. And then they do that for a couple of years and the artistry gets deep and wide and, and there's power, right? It's, it's this mus artistic muscularity. And, and then they start exploring where and how else they can they can find their power. And then that then they start writing a scene for class. And, and then they start, you know, it, it get, they get the opportunity to direct that scene sometimes in class. And all of a sudden, it's, it's this evolution that happens. And then they start writing and shooting stuff that gets into festivals and, and that gets sold within yeah. the industry or not. And, and, and so for those actors who've been doing that, right, not waiting for the industry to bestow its light upon them, um, this is a bit of a blip but not much more. 
because, oh, okay, there's a strike. I'll just pivot back to yeah. writing, doing my own stuff, sag micro budget that, that, you know, that offers the waivers. And I know that's some that's controversial, but, but, uh, but they're existing within the contracts. Right. But, but they're also continuing to do their stuff and collaborate and feel like artists. And, it's and so even, it's not it's, some massive right. shift. It's not even, and, and it's even beyond a, that. It's just a blip. It's actually an opportunity because, oh, all those other people are are hanging out. You know, let's get together and 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 express ourselves and make some stuff, right. which we'll talk about in a second. I have a good yeah. little recent little uh, reference about that. Okay. Um, well, maybe let's move to this next step. Um, yes. And, you know, it's all connected, and we're alluding to some of it, but 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 the the next step as we see it to redefining your career in this moment for this moment and your artistry is, is really taking ownership of your artistic voice. And again, some of it is like the internalized narratives, but if, if every element of your artistry or the process of your artistry is okay, the email came in, it's, you know, two scenes and this is the breakdown and blah, blah. And here's what we need and shoot it this size and all these declarations from the classic industrial model. And your reaction, because you want to book the thing badly is how can I make them choose me? Um, There's limitations in your own artistic voice, right? So like right away, before you likely should, you'll go to what's the tone of the show. I need to fit in that box, right? As opposed to allowing even some like tightly structured network procedural drama, guest star, co-star, whatever, to move you on an emotional level, to, to have it be processed through, um, you know, your unique emotional experience and, and take responsibility for how it affects you on an emotional level so that what you can offer is a singularity, is mm. unique, is different yeah. than everyone else who's auditioning for, right? So, so and, one be- of the and, things- be- and believing that, like believing that, really knowing to be tr- that to be true, that your unique voice, perspective of the world, story, history, um, emotional experience, all y- your DNA, your is 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 not only valuable; it is it is uh, your superpower. Right, but but now that thing that was leading has has stopped. Right, it's gone away for the most part. And so actors are left not knowing what their values are, what is meaningful to them artistically and otherwise, like what, what their artistic point of view is, what choices are meaningful to them. Like the very foundation of artistry, because so much of it has been in reaction to, um, I'm trying to book the job. The industry is like the breakdown said this, that, or the other. Um, and so let me try to fit into that box. And so now that that's not around, the opportunity is, and I would say like, you know, the essential step is in redefining your career right now is to take ownership of your artistic voice. What do I believe? And, and that's work. Like that's practice. It's writing. It's, it's, in, it's, it's engaging in scene work. It's writing a monologue that you shoot that's important to you. Like coming back to your core artistic values, your core human values, mm. void of any reaction to anybody else. And that is an, an essential piece to, to framing up who you are as a human being and, a, and an artist right now so that uh, you can stand on your own two feet outside of the industry mm. because it's not here right now. And also when it comes back, that when it we just sort of fall back to business as usual, okay, you're this, that, and the other, which by the way, 
like the things that you will get can include tropes and and stereotypes and like all sorts of things that should you choose to engage in that material it needs you to show up with your values with your yeah. point of view yeah. your own humanity and the work uh, it, it you know is um is made better because of it so that's another essential step right now that we're going to have to let go of oh you want me to do this so like you you say jump i say how high but no this is where i'm at on this that's going to be essential. And you know, it's an exploration and it's an exploration for its own sake to find it. So be on the journey potentially. We offer you that to find that. Oh, and you don't have to write or create or engage in anything good. Every writer, every successful writer will say um and actor just do it. Like it doesn't matter what it is. I've been writing here and and it took me a little while to get settled where you know in terms of writing and I realized that all I had to do was put on a timer and write anything like it could be crap. Now, sometimes I get inspiration. It's like I'll I do often at night I will. And so I I take any little moment, any little hint of, ooh, there's something bubbling there. And I'll, to go, this is a sign. This is a, an opening to write. And sometimes I'll write something and then I'll wake up the next morning and read it and just go, oh, my God, that is just total shit. Like that is just awful. You know, it's sentimental or it's dramatic or it's confusing. And then I, and then my next step is so what? I wrote this thing. Now I can rewrite it. Um, I can throw it in the trash, erase it. I could just like it's on a Google Doc. I can make it go away. Or I can look at it as something that can lead to something else. I can learn from it. And most of all, I can just go you know, good for me, I wrote something. And what it does, more than anything, is it opens the valve, right? right? And that's what we're always doing in class, whatever that looks like. How do you open the valve and create space to show up and express yourself? That voice, that 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 thing called talent. Everybody has talent. It's what you do with it. It's how. So so. What a great opportunity to find it and be messy in it and be crappy. Have it be shitty, crappy work, um, because there is no such thing anyway, and nobody's paying you to do it. So it belongs to you. It belongs yeah. to you and to anybody else you're playing with, right? And so that is another thing because we want things to be right. We want them to be perfect. We want them to be good. We're taught to be good artists, good students, good creators, you know, and, and like, what if that, that notion was just erased and that you just made stuff, wrote stuff, um, acted in stuff just for the sake of it, for the exercise of it, because we all know that practice gets you to a place of deeper, stronger, more, maybe organized expression, but you can't do it in your head or in the, I'll do it tomorrow or maybe on Sunday or, you know, next month when I go on that thing or whatever, you know, I'll do that retreat. Um, or even like, I'll go to class and do it there. I mean, what we love about class is that that we, the invitation is to come and be messy and and just to be human and just to express and, and with no goal, no um, uh, expectation, you know, um, which we I advocate for in your self tapes when we everyone gets back to that. So I just love that. And that is a the only way to do that is to do that. Put on a timer for half an hour and just do something creative. Write a poem, write a story, write a monologue, get on Zoom with a friend and and read a play. Um what whatever that feels like or looks like, you know, journal, let things get expressed. 
go, go to class and allow that um, that voice to be exercised and be in the practice. Because the result is that you end up taking ownership of your own artistic voice. What is unique about you, right? Yeah. Which is like, yeah. and and like the messed up thing about this is this is, we are sounding like broken records, except maybe now during the strike, people are more willing to listen. But we've been saying shit for decades because it's it's always been true, right? Like if, yeah. if you want to book a job, you're going to have to add value to that production. The only way you add value to that production in a sea of other actors who are also trying to, to book the thing is to offer something unique. And, and this is how you do that. So the strike happens and all of a sudden, the relationship between artist and industry is in question, being examined, yeah. which yeah. thank God, right? And 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 it, and it stops, it ends. This is a separation of, of sorts. I don't know whether it'll be a divorce, maybe for some people, but it's a separation of some of some sort. Well, it's a redef it's so, a re it's a redefinition. It's a moment where things will shift. They have to. Right. And so so then the amazing opportunity in this is who am I outside of the industry? Yeah. Who am I without the self-consciousness of the industry's gaze um, mm, I love on that. a stage somewhere yeah. without the evaluation, without yeah. am I good or am I not? Have I booked? Yeah. Have I not? Yeah. Um, and that is the artist that you've always needed to be a singularity. Yeah. Um, and you've always needed to shore up your own, self-knowing your own artistic sense and then approach the industry because that's the only way actually to prevent that self-consciousness which doesn't allow you to do your job you know that's the only way to combat that self-consciousness or being pulled in so many directions that you just kind of blend into the wallpaper um, is to is to step away and do that work that you're talking about Lisa to get to that place of of owning your own artistic voice taking responsibility for your artistic yeah. voice and here's the thing two things one is it's fucking thrilling because you actually go oh i i didn't know that i could do that and yeah. i didn't know what my voice was like i didn't really know that i what that was and now i'm finding it but you don't find it like by opening up a package and there it is you know right. you don't find it by going give me the job and i'll walk onto your set or onto your stage and there it is it comes with practice and evolution and 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 fucking up and and all that great stuff so that you can then realize what that is and like there's no great writer or or filmmaker um i was listening <laughs> was an Instagram meme. So like, not that profound, but you know, the Orson Welles thing, people have heard him talk about it before is that nobody told him it couldn't be done. Cause he said, you know, I came to making movies and I didn't know what it was. And so I asked my cinematographer who thank God didn't care what the right way was. And I'm totally paraphrasing here and probably getting it all wrong, but you know, it's like, nobody said you couldn't do it. So I thought, well, what if we did this? Like, cause who knew? And there was nothing at stake for them. Like we think, you know, he makes this movie and it's like the the, the most classic movie of it ever made. But it was just a couple of guys, you know, being a little bit arrogant in, in artistic arrogance in the right way and just saying, well, what if we did this? It can't be done. Well, what if we did it anyway? You know, and and um, there's something incredibly freeing about that. And the second thing is we've been saying this for years, for decades, um, for hundreds of, of, of years, but at this moment in time, post-pandemic, in the middle of the strike, it's more critical because everybody is feeling this 
with yeah. more vulnerability, more fear, more anxiety, more sense of, I don't know who I am. Maybe I should not do this anymore. Um, so, so, so when, when the risk is that it could all go away is it may feel like the worst time. It may feel like the time to be safe, but, but I, we, we, um, offer you that this is the time to not give a fuck and just to, to not just to find a way to exercise, practice, express, collaborate in a new way of working and 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 uh, and finding your voice in all this. Because I think an actor's product, an artist's product, um, is grounding. It is core affirming. So it, there's incredible uncertainty right now, and all of this new technology that no one really understands, including the people who are making it and uh, new systems of industry and economy that that uh, are mind boggling. And also the art of acting is hundreds of thousands of years old. It's as old as humanity, telling stories, reflecting one human experience so that another person sees their own experience and that experience and then feels a connection. And ultimately that's what you offer. So. While everything is going to hell in a handbasket and the wheels have fallen off, but we're still going at light speed and all that kind of, and, and everyone's spinning, particularly in the industry, because that's what the industry does. You have the capacity, if you choose to, and indeed it's a choice, to bring every fucking person back to their own humanity. And in that, there's a breath, there's calm, there's, oh my God, yes, that I forgot. You have the ability to do that, but it requires leadership because you have to do it for yourself first which is hard because it's hard not to get caught in, in the spin of the industry. Um, but, but stepping back and doing this work, particularly during this time when, you know, everything has stepped back, uh, doing that work of taking responsibility for ownership of your own artistic voice, exploring your own artistic voice, um, hearing that and, and, and knowing it is, uh, is, is an essential step right now for you and for everyone else. Yeah. And, you know, it brings you back to who you are, you know, it's so fundamental to you as an artist and as a human. And we all want that. Like we want yeah. that. We want to feel that we want to breathe that live in that. You know, and then we can then offer it and then you can offer it in any which way. It doesn't mean you have to go be a filmmaker. Um, it means that anything that you do uh, when things come back and before then uh, is is about what you can offer the narrative in front of you, the people who need to be affected by you. Um, and uh, everyone will follow you to the ends of the earth because you have that thing and they want it. That's what they yeah. want. That's your yeah. value. And, and by the way, that's what actors are saying to the MPTP right now, right? Like, yes, yes. Art, art has value, right? So, art has value. So, so, so let's, yes. let's embody that. Yes, you you yes. can't say that on the picket line and then go home and, and not feel that in your soul because right. that's who you are. So right. you got to listen to your own shit, right? Yeah. I mean, right. we all do. We all do. We oh all God. do. Yeah, we all and, do. And, and being in the industry will perpetuate some of this stuff that you don't have value, that your value is based on this, that, or the other things, things that aren't that important. Ultimately, after industries rise and fall, um, human art uh, has survived. Uh, so there's that. Um, yeah. let's and you can't just, I think you said this before, but I'm saying it again, maybe in a different way or the same way. Um, you can't demand value and from some from from Bob Iger and the rest if you don't know, believe, 
and own your own value. Yes. All right. Well, uh, the next of these, I don't know, three or four um, uh, steps that we think are essential to redefine your career in this moment, your artistry, is taking ownership of the production of your own art. Right. And again, we've been saying this for years. Right. And the response is like, yeah, but I'm I, I'm I'm not a filmmaker. Like I got into this to be an actor, mm, and so yeah. that means the classic industrial model of I'm going to wait for the agent to me, the casting director, the director, producer, whatever. Um, but but those days are gone. And and before you check out, <laughs> all the technology and the phone, I don't know how to edit. Blah 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 blah. Um, we're not saying that you have to be a one-stop shop and and uh, um, be an expert lighting you know uh, person or anything. What we're saying is you need to take ownership of the expression, the execution of your artistry, and that means collaborating with other people, which we probably also talk about in a sec. But but it's time for everyone to get over the notion that the mode of production is someone else, and they have that power. And so in order for me to express my art, I have to wait for them to give me permission. I have to wait for the people who, who own the means of production, the land, you know, the, the money mostly, uh, which gives them the ability to pay for the labor, uh, to tell me that, that I can join in. If you create a system of, you know, yeah, I've got this team of five other actors and one person's pretty good at editing and the other person does this and you know, we hire someone to do this because that's important to us. And so we put our money together, but we shoot on an iPhone or like whatever it is. If you create a system um, that allows you with relative ease to make, a, a, whether it's a play or a film or whatever that is for you, uh, you got something really, really special and you have the ability to act, to create art and distribute art. And that is essential. Now, here, going back to number one about the internalized Hollywood dream notions, you're going to have to likely, especially in the beginning, push back against the idea that your goal is to reach hundreds of millions of people. Um, and get paid a lot and, or get paid a lot of money for it. Right. Like, yeah. you know, someone saying, well, my goal as an actor is to book, you know, uh, a, a series regular within the next two years. Right. So right, right, right. that is an interesting uh, narrative that should be looked at. Not that that's wrong. And it's happened. Hell happened to me. Uh, but, um, but I know what it is and what it isn't. And I know, um, where we're at in terms of the industry right now. So, um, so you're going to have to maybe think about really meaningful, important micro audiences, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, 200 people, for instance, who, uh, think that your stuff is life-changing and will buy it every time you put it out, for instance. And then that 200 has the potential to grow larger and larger. But, but there's, there's, so there's different economies that you have to understand. But the first step is understanding that in order to redefine your career right now, um, either being an actor now or on the other side of any of this, you're going to have to get right with creating a system that allows you to take command and ownership of the production of your art. Yeah. Uh, uh, however, that. that looks, whatever yeah. it looks like for you. I love that you're talking about a system because it's, it, it, it means that. Uh, you can actually do define it however it works for you. And I also yeah. love that you're talking about a smaller audience because my whole career <clears throat> in a creative way has been based on making work for its own sake because I love it and because I have to with other people who feel that way. And, you know, one person 
who sees that goes, oh, well, now come do it for my theater company. And that person goes, well, now come do that for our festival. We'll come do that in this job. Um, we'll come do that here. And then with, before you know it, and maybe before you know it is 10 years, you know, I'm not saying this happens overnight. You've now created a system and a network of people who appreciate your work and it does build. And even if you're only, you know, only you only want to be an actor. And I'm saying only because that may be um, the, where you're at. And I'm not saying you should want to be a filmmaker. But if you want to be an actor, this is another way for people to see your work because you get to create and act in the thing yourself, you know, if you want to do that. And you also will find that there are other things that you love to do that surprised you. So I teach this class on Thursday night called The Work. Um, and a group of people from that class got together and made a short film this past weekend. Two of them wrote it. They invited in one of the actors who had never directed on film, I think, to to direct it. And what he said to me in an email is, oh, they've asked me to come help them. And I'm thinking, no, no, they asked you to be the director. <laughs> Take ownership of that. And they said he was amazing. And then another actor in class. So that's so that's I'm going to just say their name. So so um, Emily and Brie wrote it. Uh, Mitch came in and directed it. Adam, who's got equipment and is making work everywhere, which way came in and shot it and like was the cinematographer. Uh, Nick and Amy and others came in and were crew and they had the best time ever. Now, first of all, they had an understanding and a language among them because they'd been in class together and they had done some, you know, some real vulnerable work together. They also had been doing that in class because I give them their iPhones and say, go over into other parts of the studio and shoot a scene, even if it's a, a scene that exists already. So they had been in the exercise of that together. And so for them, going to this next place was just like organic and natural and easy. And they figured it out together and, and had a great time. And it doesn't matter what the product is. I mean, I suspect, expect it will be pretty good. But they all found voices in ways they hadn't before. They found collaboration in ways that they trusted and knew in their from experience and practice that we were talking about. And who knows what's going to happen with it. But they're now forming a collective to do more of this and more of this and more of this. Only good will come of it. There's nothing bad that will come of this. And by good, I mean all of the good. They'll be ha they're happy. They're creatively fulfilled. They're finding their voices, they're expressing their voices, they're taking ownership of their systems, you know, and and all of it makes sense and is necessary now. And I believe, and I know you're saying this, it is the only way for you to look forward as to how to be an artist in this crazy system that we're calling the industry. And yeah. I'm going to be a little bit tougher on on uh, on actors here. Okay. Because we hear it, right? Like, I, I, I'm not a writer. Like, I don't want to do That's not why I got into this. I don't want to do this. Mm. And I just think that what we're seeing more and more and more over the last 10, 15 years is that you have no damn choice. Like, if, if you say you want to be an actor, I'm, I'm trying to bring as much love and respect here, but if you say you want to be an actor and and also that the classic industrial model is highly problematic. And you look at the actual numbers, which suggest that not only might you not make a living doing this, even if you're working fairly consistently, but also it's getting harder and harder and harder to actually book a job. 
but also I want to be an actor, <laughs> but I'm waiting for this problematic system to validate me. Like that math doesn't add up. Right. And, and I'm not trying to shame anyone who doesn't have the capacity or, uh, or feels like it's just exhausting to do all that stuff. Like I, I, I hear that, but then I would say like, it's, it's kind of marketing of like the minimum viable product, right? Like what, what is, what is the thing that I can put out that requires the minimal amount of production, money, and effort. That's not to say that you're going to put out something that's crap, but, but like, imagine the power if you figured out a way with your phone and watching some YouTube videos about editing or light or whatever, right? Like with, with, with minimal effort, had a way that you, you could actualize an artistic idea and and you found, and you know, like maybe there's a revolving door and it takes you some time to find like a team of people, like groups in our classes. Those are individual cultures that, that grow over time. And those right. people, yeah. they'll die for each other. I and mean, it's right. artistically like they, and, yeah. and they can leap and they know that they'll find the safety net together. And there's that shorthand. Right. Um, and we'll talk about that in a sec, but, but like, imagine if you had a, a gentle system in place that gave you the opportunity to act in a short twice a month or once a month or once a week even. Hey, got this idea. Like you shoot out the email, got this idea. Uh, I'm free here. When are you free? Three other people say I'm free here. We have the time, but the system is in place of who's going to shoot it and how it's going to be edited and when. Like all that is available to you with very minimal technology. And I would say doing that work, not even because you're going to make one and you hope that it'll sell or whatever, but but as a system of artistic output yeah, yeah, yeah. consistently yeah. that can build, that can make you happy. And when the industry does come roaring back, that can make you feel like a whole happy, powerful artist who's in control of their artistic voice and the mode of production. So that when you step into those self-tapes, those auditions, or all those points of contact with the industry, you are showing up with clarity, firm footing, this is where I'm at. Where are you at? The audition isn't life or death for you because you have an artistic life already that's solid. Like, I, I just don't think there's any way around it, and especially right now. And to me, that's what the strike has has made clear that that you don't get around this now. And like, why would you not want to do that? Um, it's daunting, yeah. you know, and it feels like a lot of work, and and like you don't really understand the end the end game in it. So it's a like starts with the mind set shift that you were talking about earlier and uh, that we went down toward taking ownership of that. Um, and if you don't, you know, you don't have to be a writer filmmaker. There are so many ways you can contribute. You might be the most organized person in the room and you can produce this thing, you know, who knows yeah. what, who knows yeah. what that is. And that's one of the things that we do in class all the time is we really ask our actors to step into that, you know, as writers, as creative be beings, whatever that looks like, because I know that actors are great creators. Like, I, there's no question that you all have this in you in some way. And again, do it. And who cares if it's good? You know, I'm sure it's decent enough that you can come in and and work on it. One of the things I do in class all the time is say, well, there's some maybe some problems in this monologue that was written or the scene, but like there are bigger problems when you get a piece of material from some TV show that they haven't fully realized a pilot or a network show or even a streaming show or even a play like it's everything is in an in incubation stage or a development stage or a process and you have to make sense of often very confusing or bad material or material you don't understand. So let's just do that as an exercise and a practice with something that maybe that you wrote and that, and it could be the end of that piece forever, 
or it could be the thing that I see happen in class so much. Everyone says that is a one person show. That is a book. That is a short film. That is a feature film. And those actors are going forward and doing that. And it doesn't happen all the time or to everyone. But there's value that you can offer to a collaboration, to a system that you create with other people. And so finding that also because you were part of why you came into this work is because you wanted to collaborate. You wanted to be part of a collective of other artists. And so you know people. I know you do. Um, and if you don't, there are places where you can meet them. That's why class is so amazing for the, the collectives and collaborations that have happened at our studio, because that's where people come to this place of trust and 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 um, and collaboration. So uh, we're not saying go do this alone, you know, go go home and do this all by yourself. There's work you need to do alone. And we talked about that. But there's also work that you can do in concert with other artists um, that is necessary. Yeah, one of the most gratifying things of, of facilitating classes, I think you feel the same way, is, is seeing people make that shift yeah. from sole focus on, on some kind of limiting idea of what it means to be an actor that they've been fed by the industry, like see step one of letting go of internalized narratives uh, and, and realizing that they have an artistic voice and realizing that they can, they can express that voice in a myriad of ways and, and that when they do, that actually helps every part of their artistry, every part yes, of their being. Yes, it, that's right. It makes them book more. It makes them, uh, you know, uh, have a wider swath of fans within the industry. Like it, it's, and so, but, but it, it feels like a bridge. Like it feels like letting go of something. Um, if I, oh, you're going to ask me to like write something now, like I'm here, this is an acting class. And we're like, yep. And then they make that shift and their acting gets deeper and their career gets, it starts expanding. And it, it's, it's so exciting to watch. Yeah. And there's an actor who uh, was in class with me for a very long time who said, I'm not a writer. I'm not a writer. I don't want to write, but I'll, I'll work on anything you guys write and I'll make it great because I love that. And, and that's what he did. He eventually did write something extraordinary because um, he got this idea, but what it did do for him was it made him value collaboration and value that he could offer something to the narrative, even if it wasn't writing. Um, and so there's always, there, there, you will find your place and also find other places. You may realize I'm a producer, I'm a cinematographer, I'm a costumer, I'm a production designer, um, I'm a director. You know, there's so many things that you'll find that will surprise you uh, in all of this. And 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 be an extension of your artistic voice and power beyond acting and will come back to include and empower your acting. Yes. Let's get to maybe one more step here. Oh, um, we have more steps? We, we have one more step. And okay. I mean, listen, we're alluding to all of them and, and I'm kidding. this is okay. stuff that yeah. we've said before, but uh, there are plenty. And like, I hope that, that those of you who are listening or watching are, are seeing this picture being painted, like there's leadership required here. And these are individual, maybe individual manifestations of, of artistic leadership. Yeah. Um, but this next one, again, that we've been pointing to, this next step that, that is required, we think right now to redefine your art and your career is you must be in community. Um, Which we're talking, we've this, already alluded to. Yes, yeah, yes, hundred yes, percent. But yes. but like worth underlining and and, yeah. and diving into a little bit more because 
this strike has made that clear. Like the power of the strike is the solidarity of actors speaking as one. And, and the, the, the community of actors that has been in solidarity and, and expressed their strength, that same notion has to be uh, presented in this new reality of your career right now. It has to be taken from the contracts negotiations to your art. And, and, and it's an interesting one, again, like talk about step number one, internalized narratives. The industry perpetuates scarcity. It perpetuates competition, right? You start in the beginning, like with all your friends in your basement or like I see my daughters do it outside on, on the lawn and they're like, hey, you be this and I'll be this. And, and they're just all playing together in artistry and make believe and pretend. And, and they feel connection in that. And then they approach the industry and that connection turns to competition. So now they're at odds with, oh, are you going to book that one? Or am I going to book that one? Um, oh, she's going to get it. Like all that kind of stuff, right? She, she, did you, have you seen her resume? She was on that thing before. And, and there's that fear. And, and, and then that gets, that gets turned back on oneself as one thinks, oh, I'm not enough of something or I'm too much of something relative to that other person. Like it all gets twisted. Mm. And so that notion of artistic solidarity, of the oneness of artists, like standing shoulder to shoulder, walking towards this same goal of expanding the emotional ideas of humanity and, and perpetuating humanity, reflecting it back at those who can't, uh, that all gets lost. And so this strike has pointed once again to the power of, of artists being in solidarity. And, and that is a pushback against what typically the, the industry, mm. you know, in its hyper-capitalist way, that's what it is. It, it, it perpetuates. I, there's one thing and 200 people want that thing desperately <laughs> and have like not not gone to some steady job or whatever and and defied you know the will of their parents and moved across the country or whatever to get that one thing so you are not my friend you are my competition right so right right so yeah. everything we're talking about here is yes understanding that you are a singularity as an artist but also speaking that singularity in a community of artists who are also speaking their singularity. And that singular, each of those singularities creates a universality. And that universality is powerful. I can speak, I can express my sadness uniquely. No one has my sadness or my set of experiences, but they also have sadness and they can go, oh my God, I get that. I feel you, right? That connection. Yeah. And so we are advocating in this new reality for coming back to companies, right? Not in the corporate sense, but in the artistic sense. Um, uh, groups of artists, your team that, that produces art consistently. Um, and, and again, like this is what we find in class. It sustained people, including you and me, over the course of the pandemic. It gave those actors a space to express and explore their unique qualities, but in a safe and supportive and challenging and accountable community. Um, and it's doing it now as, as those cultures, those communities of classes are, are speaking as one by making their own arts. Yeah. Um, like the group supporting I, was, each other. I was talking about. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so this shit is essential and, and yeah. um, you know, even, even the systems of like self tapes, right? Like the systems of the industry isolates, they, they have pushed you to your living room or bedroom or whatever on your own, talking to someone on Zoom, the technology can can isolate, it has isolated. And now we have, in, in the same way that social media has, like 
we're trying to get volume of people and that that in the interest of getting volume there's isolated we don't have the time or capacity or we're choosing not to have the time or capacity to really engage with individuals uh, um, and 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 give connections of individual people together as a community um, the weight that they deserve so uh, community is essential and and um, the invitation here is to redefine your relationship to community and deliberately put yourself in a community of other artists and yeah. it may take a sec to find it because you know like a community has a particular energy and tone that you may not jive with or whatever um but find yourself in a community create your own community you have to artists have to be in community because that's where the power is amen to that yeah Ooh. yeah it's it saved me every step of my career in life always um and it's funny i'm here in this cottage colony in, in a community of some of the people i've known for 50 55 years you know and there's and there's a lot of history there but it reminds me every day that i've been here uh that we are we are lost without it yeah. um so again we offer you that like who are your people find your people and it may take a little time and and We've seen it happen at our studio time and time again. Um, and also, it's my whole life and career has been built on those communities. And some of those people, many of those people have become lifelong collaborators and friends um, and sustain me through decades. Um, and and it's so necessary. And, and, and if you don't have them, uh, there are ways to find them. So even if you've just arrived in a town, if you've just arrived in New York or LA or London or, you know, anywhere, Toronto, um, that's the great thing is there are so many people who feel like you do. And we're seeing people find a lot of that on the picket lines, reconnecting with yeah. people and getting together with people and being inspired by that kind of collaboration. So it's necessary for you as a, as a singular, powerful voice, uniting with others in the same, in that same way to create together, lift each other up, make each other better, uh, stronger. And um, and then you're a happy artist and that's what we want for you. Yeah, and again, you know, to be a little tough lovey here, like things are moving real quick right now. It feels like there's a standstill, but, but like things are moving and um, old ways are going away. And we don't know exactly where this is gonna go, but it's gonna go somewhere that will be a yeah. new reality and so actors will be left behind if they don't i'm not trying to be alarmist here but it is the case right like if, if you if you don't shift with with this new reality and to this new reality and and even more than that do the work of defining this new reality um by being an artist you will get left behind and so to meet this moment and to to to, to find success in this new reality be a whole human being a whole happy artist you're gonna have to make these shifts and, you know, all, all we can do, he says, as we see actors that we know and love, um, you know, to find themselves floating in this uncertainty and, and, uh, and the paralysis of it and have their hearts broken and, and be in despair is, is open the door and, and do everything we can to try to guide them toward this new place and, and, and go there ourselves because this yeah. is hard for us too. Yeah. But yeah. this is the only way forward. This is this is it. And, yeah. and so we can do this together. It's it's really hard, 
and, and it's going to continue to be challenging. But art always wins; it always has. It's it's always outlasted industries, and so um, what's the it that's is the what we have to cling to yeah, exactly, and it's the foundation of of the industry. Without it, there would be no great work, and without great work, it would not be distributed to audiences who were moved by it. You know, so uh, you have that in you, all of you, each of you, and we invite you to look at it and challenge it. Um, before we close here. Just another reminder again, these are uncertain, challenging times that have come on the heels of three and a half years of uncertain, challenging times um, for the love of everything that's good in the world. And from two artists, Risa and me, to you, um, please be gentle on yourselves. Please care for yourselves and put yourselves in communities of care. Um, we will get through all of this as we always do, um, but, but it, you have to be gentle on yourselves. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also gentle includes uh, taking some space and time to look inward at all of this stuff uh, without needing to do it quickly, even though we're talking about the pace of all this without without being um, uh, anxious about it, you know, take the time you need to, uh, to 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 look inward and and start to explore the wonderful, unique expression of yourself, your voice and um, and your art. Thank you. Later. We know that you're feeling the stress of these challenging and uncertain times. We are too. And it's possible that you have no idea how to nourish yourself as an actor, as an artist in all of this. And we're here to tell you that that's okay. Everyone we know in and around this industry is feeling all that. And we want you to know that we're here to help. Every month, we open up our online studio doors and invite you to join us for a virtual workshop where we dismantle and reconfigure your approach to your craft, the industry, auditions, booking, self-tapes, and taking care of your creative soul. It's our mission to make you feel empowered and confident, even excited about what's ahead and what you can do right now. So join Steve and me online, meet our amazing teachers, find out what actions you can take in order to thrive, and let us guide you to the success you're looking for. To reserve your spot, check out the Summit link in our show notes to sign up. Space is limited, but we want you to be there, so click the link. We love sharing this content with our community. We offer it 100% free, and it's our privilege to do so. If you're loving this podcast and are interested in offering something in return, go ahead and subscribe to The Acting Podcast. Then find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast and leave us an honest rating and review. Your words will help us bring this work to even more actors and artists around the world. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. We love how this community shows up for us and for each other online and in the studio. Jump into a class with us. We're here to get you into the kind of shape necessary to be successful. 